jocks in the pool That is not cool, I need the tools Take me to school, feet first Into this league, me first That cannot be, under the underdog Monica G Feeling a whole lot better suddenly I get in with it, win it again You're one and two in the bag and I'm going for three That is the beat down, got to the best So I keep now, y'all treading water for weeks Now, now I'm the shark so I eat Now, look, I am not sorry I understood the pun from which I started And never getting these drafts is cathartic So, thanks for the invite to party, yeah Dynasty underdog bite down Up at the day and the night Now, easy as flying a kite Now, come take a look at it right Now, dynasty underdog bite down Up at the day and the night Now, easy as flying a kite Now, come take a look at it right Now Hey everyone, welcome to episode 31 of Dynasty Underdog. I'm your host, Ryan Dawkins. Join with me as always are the guys from Any Given Pod, Billy Beeman and Josh Goldberg. How are you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? Pretty, pretty good. A uh, little under the weather this last couple of days, but I'm feeling better tonight, so. Oh yeah, man. Well, good to be back on. Preface this with saying I'm probably going to miss next week myself. I got my wedding next weekend, so. Um, the boys will probably get rolling without me, which is which will be fun. Get to get to hear these two chop it up. Hey, Billy, really quick, check your audio levels on your mic. It sounds they sound low. Hold on, I'm gonna unplug the mic real quick. All right, I'm back. <laughs> That's better. I was gonna talk about how good uh, Tyler Higby is while your mic was unplugged. That way you couldn't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk all you want, but the, the, the data proves different now. <laughs> oh, oh. Shit. All right, cool. So we're back in it. My bad. Back in it. Episode 31. Episode 31. All right, cool. What do we got? Hop into some news and nonsense. Uh, the biggest one is J.J. Watt to Arizona. Who had, uh, who had Arizona in the pool? Anybody take that? We made some money on a prop bet. Tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't – I mean, I didn't expect it. I did hear like a week ago that DeAndre Hopkins was – you know, calling him up and saying, Hey, come on over. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, well, I mean, that's, that's news. You know, these guys do recruit each other. So I'm oh, sure. after hearing that, I'm not surprised it happened at all. Did you, you saw his, uh, you saw his Twitter, right? He was like flexing. He was like doing the squats in the Arizona Cardinal shirt. And he's like, source me. I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. He's an interesting guy on social media, the way he runs his, uh, his deal. He's definitely different than anybody else. He, he, you know, he appears to try to tell the truth in his own way, I guess. It's interesting. Doesn't seem doesn't seem quite genuine to me, though. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's an image. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, he's good. Like, I didn't I didn't expect it. I think, I, like, sports books had him at, like, uh, plus 1,400 or something like that to go to Arizona. So, I don't know. To me, it was, like, out of the blue. I mean, now they now they have two of the premier pass rushers in the league with Chandler Jones there. I, 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 pro, I mean, it probably turns him into a championship contender, maybe Super Bowl contender. I don't know. I, I would say definitely playoff contender. I don't know if I'd go Super Bowl contender, but I do think – I mean, I do believe that J.J. Watt and Jones are number one and number two over the last couple of years. So those bookends will definitely bring some power to them. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be – taking the ball under center and have those two guys across from you. That's for damn sure. So I was talking to one of my buddies. He's a, he's a Rams fan. I was like, Hey, what do you think about, you know, JJ going over to Arizona? He's like, Oh, whatever. He's washed up. I'm like, Oh, come on. Guy. Come on. <laughs> he was, I mean, he's still, I think by the numbers last year, I know he only had five sacks or something, but I think he was, uh, there's some other stats showing he was like one of the best pass rushers in the league. So, um, I, you know, I'm sure he still has a year or two left in him. I agree. Yeah. 
All right. Next news. Uh, Alex Smith not expected to be back with the Washington football team. Kind of surprised by that. Me too. Yeah. Did you hear? So there are reports that he felt like unwanted there all year. And, uh, and that, I mean, and now with the change of coaching staff, you know, and all that and things changing with the organization, maybe they just kind of want to get rid of him completely. I don't know. Yeah. I saw something. I don't, I don't know who it was from, but like they had mentioned that maybe the coaching staff was always like cringed when he was out there. Like they are really worried about him as a person, which I don't know if organizations actually really do give a shit, but like <laughs> there's some fear of having him like, break his leg again and you know I mean, out to there be, to be honest i think it was like okay we'll give you a contract as a feel-good story not actually expecting him to make it back out on the field and then not only did he make it back out there but he played good enough to be a starter like yeah and and honestly like i think they were cringing probably because they didn't want to be the team that ha- had alex smith when he lost his leg if that <laughs> were to happen the next time you know something bad happened to him so it's it, i don't think it's concerned for the player it's concerned for the image of what would happen if he got injured um you think another team will take a flyer on him or you think he's done i i honestly oh. think somebody's gonna sign him oh yeah like i mean just speaking from you know my team perspective if the uh, cowboys could sign him to be a backup all day I mean, he becomes one of the best backups in the league immediately, right? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Will he, will he start? I don't know, but I mean, he should definitely be backing up somewhere. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> Washington is probably one of the only places in the league that has a QB room bad enough where he should be there. They should re-sign him. It's kind of crazy they they won't. Um, and also what I thought was crazy is, I mean, him him saying he he felt that way that, you know, they really weren't rooting for him or, or, you know, he felt like he wasn't wanted. And then he still wins comeback player of the year. Like, and he did play good enough to win. It wasn't just because of the leg. I mean, it, that helped a lot, but like he, he, you know, he deserved that. It's kind of crazy uh, that he succeeded in that situation. Yeah. We, we talked about it before after seeing him the first couple of games, just the way he could still move in the pocket. You're just kind of dumbfounded. Like after everything that he went through, you're just like, Holy crap, you know? So. Yeah. But this probably may, means he's done fantasy wise for sure. Like I, I don't, I don't know if there's ever a world. I mean, maybe you're holding him in dynasty in case, like if he's a backup, like you said, for, for Dallas, that's, that's a decent situation, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next news, Kyle Rudolph released. Um, Irv Smith Jr. Uh, fans rejoice. This is finally what we've been yeah. waiting for. Been holding on to him for two years for this. Yeah. Same here. So um, I, uh, I actually just made a trade. Uh, I traded away Irv, Irv Smith. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I'm trying to buy, I'm trying to buy in on the hype. Want to, want to hear about it? <laughs> I do. Let's talk about it. Yes. Yeah. This is the team that I'm rebuilding. Uh, I personally, I mean, obviously Irv Smith's in a good situation, but the way I think about it is he's still got to compete with two really, um, really good receivers in, uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen for a bit, obviously that, that can change, but they're still going to try to get um, you know, another, another target there. And meanwhile, they're, they're also a pretty run heavy team. So it, it's not like he's going to see a ton of targets. Um, yeah. and, and he's, you know, he's more of a pass catching guy. He's not really that all around tight end. So I don't know, you know, how much the, how much opportunity is really there. While I do think he's a good prospect and all that, I'm, I'm you know, like I said, rebuilding, trying to, trying to buy, uh, trying to sell high on him. So I did Irv Smith Jr. in a 4.07 for, uh, this year's 2.02 and Harrison Bryant. Oh, that's not bad that's, at all. That's a good trade. I like that. Great trade, yeah. yeah. All right. I like, I like it. That. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
And you, you filled well, them in. No, too, you uh, know I'm high on Harrison Bryant, so. <laughs> I mean, even if you didn't get Harrison Bryant back, like I still like that. Like it's, you know, it's it's good for a rebuilding team. So Yeah, so honestly, I was actually going at it, and I, I said, you know, he asked me what the value was on it. I said, I don't know, a late first, early second, and he sent me the 202 for him straight up, and, I, and then I saw Harrison Bryant was on his team, and I was like, want me some Harrison Bryant back in this deal. If I'm going to, if I, if I'm going to get rid of a good prospect, let me get, you know, another one back. Um, and, and he was willing to do it for pretty cheap. So yeah. Um, but I think honestly, just for advice and baseline trade, I, I really do think Irv Smith for 2.02 straight up is probably like pretty fair value for him. Um, if you can get higher than that, that's, you know, that's, I think what you're trying to do right now. Yeah. I totally agree. And I th- you failed to mention uh, they got Dalvin Cook too. So they throw it, throw the ball to him a lot. They don't throw throw a ton. And then uh, they still have, what, I think, Conklin too as a tight end there that gets, I don't know, some work. But yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, it's more, they, they have him as a pass catching back. They also have uh, the other back there now. Um, Madison. Alexander Madison. Yeah. Thank you, Alexander Madison, who both are pass catching backs. And, and of course, I mean, the check down's a lot easier there than it is in the middle of a field with a tight end, you know? So um, you're absolutely right. And and those are the concerns. I mean, I think that, I think this is the, you know, when new, some of the, sometimes when news like this breaks, it is good for the player, but it's almost better for the sell, selling dynasty value um, because it, it, it goes a little bit over the top. Of course. But back to Kyle Rudolph really quick. Supposedly he's very interested in joining the Browns as long as they let Njoku walk. So I mean, that would be bad news, I guess, for Harrison Bryant short term. But uh, I guess they'd be, you know, Stefanski likes to do the two tight end sets there. So he'd probably get in as the second to um, Austin Hooper. And I don't think it means much value for Kyle Rudolph, though. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Just thought it'd be interesting. So what do you think is going to happen with Njoku? I mean, obviously, the pads have been floated multiple times, but you mean for the past like 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> like literally and Joku traded to the pads and Joku. Yeah. yeah. As long as he's been in the league, probably. Cause you know, we need those big tight ends, but um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, 24, he's 24 years old, six, four, two forty six. I mean, he's an interesting prospect. Absolutely. Like he and uh, it was what OJ Howard were drafted the same year, right? Both first round tight ends. Yeah. I think yep. so. I just know that Ninjoku had a hard time, like maybe learning the playbook and learning the block and stuff. Like, I mean, he's physically insanely talented. So I think it's more of like a football IQ type type deal. That's kind of, and that's not unusual for tight ends anyway. So he's super young. So he's definitely going to get shot somewhere. Yeah. And, and he's also dealt with injuries a lot. Like he's started six games in the past two years. Yeah. You know, and played, what is that uh 17 games in the past two years so you know there's there's a lot to (laughs) uh, a lot of time missed there for sure he's had a decent season you know what was his best 56 catches 639 yards four touchdowns it's okay but i I think there's uh, no doubt he gets a shot somewhere and and right now is the time to buy a guy like him because like who the fuck's talking about njoku he doesn't even have a job yeah yeah i think uh, a lot of those games missed too were like healthy scratches and, uh, you know, the, the, the concussion, uh, the, the team could always say, Hey, it's the concussion and like keep a player out for like, you know, fucking 10 weeks because they don't like him. <laughs> yeah. He's still, he's still in the protocol where it's like one guy, get, one guy gets knocked out on the field and he's back playing next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, definitely. So, Mon- on Monday night too. 
yeah, teams are shifty like that. So I don't know Najoku. I just, I don't know. I don't think that he has a very good relationship with the management there in Cleveland, wherever he goes, going to be a better situation. So I love the guy. So, all right. Uh, one DJ leaves Houston while the other gets a restructure. So that's uh, David Johnson, right? Yep. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. Like he's getting paid like 4 million, I think with a chance to get six, which is, you know, what these guys, especially with his performance the past year or two uh, deserve, uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess it's good for Houston. He's, he was okay. He was okay last year. He definitely didn't seem completely washed. No, I think week one, he had a really good week. I remember listening to your guys's pod and you guys had kind of talked about David Johnson might, you know, have a good week. And then I remember getting on here and was like, you guys called it David Johnson's back. And then he kind of fizzled, but I mean, he's not, he's not David Johnson of, you know, 2017 or whatever the hell it was when he had a really good year, but you know, they restructured him. They're not releasing him. He's still on the team. So. I mean, Houston, Houston's probably trying to hold on to any bit of talent they can right now. Cause it looks like, you know, once the Sean Watson's out the door, everybody's value just takes a nosedive. So I don't know. I mean, it's probably best to try to get out of DJ as fast as possible. Um, in my opinion, I don't want any part of them. If you could sell them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like for fancy purposes. I think he's done really do it before like the, uh, the draft. The, no, before, <laughs> before they get rid of Deshaun Watson. Because oh, yeah. I'm telling you, once Deshaun Watson's gone, no, who wants DJ in that situation? Yeah, any anybody on that team at all. Right. Yeah, here's, I guess here's, Brandon Cooks too. <laughs> here's a crazy trade scenario. All right, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, swap. You get Deshaun back with J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins, only they're wearing red and white instead. Just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up swap. Why not? Oh my goodness. I would love to see I that. I think we got a hundred million reasons. Why not? Yeah. Maybe I've been on Twitter too much. Probably money, especially because <laughs> Kyler's so cheap still. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway. That's, that's a good one. That'd be, that'd be fun to watch, but. <laughs> yeah. And uh, David Johnson will probably end up on this list that we're going to talk about here shortly uh, a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to hop into it? Free agents. Yeah, Absolutely. So, Week three of us doing that. We did uh, tight ends two weeks ago, wide receivers last week, and we're going to do running backs this week. It's a pretty so, good list. There's there's some really good names on this list. There are. There are some guys that uh, I'm actually kind of interested in. So you guys know my love-hate relationship with the old uh, playoff Lenny, uh, Leonard Fournette. Super Bowl Lenny. Super Bowl Lenny. I, my bad, my bad. He <laughs> graduated. Put some respect on his name. I know, I know. I mean, he looked great. He looked really great down the stretch. And I don't know. What, what do you think is going to happen with him? Do you think he's going to run it back with the Bucks? you think he's going to get a chance somewhere else? What do I you mean, want to see? <laughs> I don't know what I want to see. I think the best situation is probably getting signed back to the Bucks just because he had success there. They have a good little line. You know how he's going to be used. You can kind of you know, forecast week to week what you're going to get from him. Uh, him going somewhere else I, only muddies the water, you know. Only muddies the waters. He's, I don't, I don't, you know. He's up there in age. He's been used. He's got miles on him. You know, he's been used as as much as a running back can be used uh, back in Jacksonville. So, I don't know. 
I, I certainly don't have any interest in him from a dynasty perspective. Um, I think that selling him high from his Super Bowl and playoff performance is probably the uh, the best bet. What about you, Josh? If he signs with the Bucks, like a three-year, I don't know, eighteen million dollar deal or something like that that comes around, are you going to go Good try for to get him? him? <laughs> yeah, what was, that, what was that six mil a year? I mean, that's yeah. you know. That's what, less than Austin Eckler. I don't know. Talk that's... about cashing in from a Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think he's going to get that much money. I think he'll get a one year with maybe a player option or tre- or mutual option or something. But I think Tampa Bay is probably the best option for him. Is there a scenario that you would actively go try to buy Leonard Fournette? No. Okay. Billy? No. No, I mean, I guess at some point a player's value gets low enough to buy him, but this isn't the, like, again, this isn't the time. What do you, I guess, I guess you feel comfortable giving up a third for him, but like at that point, wouldn't you rather just take the flyer on the young guy? That's, that's fair. Like, I, I got a guy like Khalil Herbert in the fourth round of a rookie draft. I honestly, like, at that point, I'm like, <laughs> I'll take a flyer on the young guy, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll see. All right. Next one. Aaron Jones. Criminally uh, underrated, I think, just because from my own personal view, I've never really liked a guy, but he always produces. So I think that's kind of a definition of an underrated guy. You know, you know, at least I definitely underrate him, but a hundred percent. No, I do too. I, he's a guy who, for some reason I've always strayed from. Um, I don't know if it was just like the situation in green Bay. I never thought it was like great, but past two years, over 200 carries. I mean, uh, he played only 14 games last year and he had over 200 carries. He would have easily had, you know, 230 or something, probably plus that, uh, you know, over a thousand yards, nine plus touchdowns past two years. I mean, he's been phenomenal. Uh, and that's not even counting, I think, the receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that's just the rushing touchdowns. And he's, he's great in the passing game. So, I mean, he's 26 years old. I think he's got a couple of years left on him. I would, you know, I've actually talked about this a lot lately. I tweeted out that I'd love to see him in Miami. Uh, I I know to Josh's, uh, <laughs> Josh's bus, dismay, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't like it because I, I know he wants to go young and grab grab a, a back out of the draft. But um, you know, I think that the Dolphins could probably uh, get this deal done with Aaron Jones and avoid having to spend first round draft capital on a running back and still get a really good back in the draft. Um, there, there's, there's a couple in there that'll probably fall in the second. So, you know, either way, forget about that from a fantasy or whatever perspective, I just think somewhere where he can get all the volume really. Um, and, you know, in an offense that, that has a mobile quarterback would be really beneficial for him from a, from a fantasy perspective. So I think getting two elite years out of a guy would be great um for for dynasty i mean you, you can't look too much past what th- three years in the dynasty league so getting two elite years out of a guy is probably a good deal i mean like it's like i responded to your tweet for fantasy purposes okay i get it but i've just we've seen the dolphins pay expensive money for running backs in the past and it not work out so that's my other diatribe towards it where i rather us just draft a rookie and especially when we're going to be in the position to draft probably one of the top two rookies. So that's absolutely, yeah. I said, that's absolutely fair from a, a fan standpoint, for sure. Um, I was going to say one of the juicy spots that I, I think of is uh, uh, up there in Seattle with Russell Wilson. 
I think Aaron Jones would be a smash. So is he kind of a guy you'd want to buy now before free agency hits? Yes, 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 yes. definitely. Um, what's fair value for him? Uh, late first. <sighs> yeah, man. If you could, I mean, that I think like that is unbelievable deal. If you can get it, if you can get yeah, it done one mid first. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's where you'd have to be. If you got it for 1.9 or high, or later, that's a smash except for me instantly because I just think he has – I mean, this guy has like 30-plus, 40-plus fantasy point weeks, you know, time to time. And, and honestly, if he went to Seattle, holy shit, that would be amazing. And if he stayed in Green Bay, it's still – you know what you're getting. It's good. It's good. Um, and may, maybe they use A.J. Dillon some more, but, but he's still going to get way more passing work, which is what you want in fantasy and all that. So um, I'm excited about Aaron Jones. I think it's probably unlikely he goes somewhere that's not a good situation for him. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, can I ask you guys a question off the cuff really quick? Yeah. Of course. So I'm doing this uh, random startup uh, draft right now. And the guy's like, so you use kickers in place of the rookie picks. And then we'll do a rookie draft after the fact. Does that just mean wherever I draft a rookie, that pick position is the position I'll have in the rookie draft? No, he's saying you draft kickers in the draft, at, and those are placeholders for the rookie picks. So whoever picks the first kicker gets the 101. Whoever picks the second kicker gets the 1.02. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, cool. Because, because they don't have placeholders like MFL or whatever, maybe. It's sleeper, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck they're doing. Okay, there you go. Okay, anyways, back on topic. Sorry, guys. Okay. Well, no, that's a good question for newer dynasty players that have probably come across. That. Actually, I saw that same exact question on did, Twitter. Uh, did you see the thread? Did you catch that thread on Twitter where like so, somebody in there is like, somebody has asked this all in every single thread on Twitter. It's unbelievable about the kickers because there was somebody going around like, wait, who's picking a kicker at 1.08? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, anybody who doesn't know out there on Sleeper, they, uh, they don't have, I guess, the rookie placeholders like MFL does. So instead, you pick that you know kickers because we don't yeah. use kickers anymore because we're smart yeah that's right shout out to lindy <laughs> lions no <laughs> like, uh, let me ask you guys if you have the choice between patty mahomes or uh taylor who would you mm. who lawrence taylor oh trevor lawrence trevor lawrence that's a good one add that one to the list yeah that's a great one um trevor lawrence or who sorry or patty patty Patty, yeah, yeah. You you know he's the real deal, bro. He's yeah. yeah. Trevor he Lawrence, the prospect, probably yeah. But Mahomes is it. <laughs> yeah. Let's hop back into it. All right, the next one is Aaron Jones. Uh, By the way, I'm pretty sure her name is Lindellians. Linda Lions, Lindellians. Yeah, because like like as if you, it's like um like a like a race of people. Oh really? I, yes, I. I, I was. That, I was, it was read something it. I didn't realize until like I think she said it like months ago or something like that on Twitter. So I, yeah, stupid shit you catch sometimes when you are on Twitter too much. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Linda. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, Aaron Jones's running mate, Jamal Williams. So um, I think obviously Green Bay's probably gonna sign at least one of these guys, right? They're not gonna let them both go. You'd think so, but they right? seem they seem hell bent on just giving all the carries to AJ Dillon. Yeah, J- they're I'm just okay going full full quadzilla, bro. They don't care. 
Have you seen the man's thighs? <laughs> well, I mean, no, I was reading today. Supposedly the tag is in play for that, Aaron Jones, Yeah, and that's so. what we said last week, I think, on AGP, and we might have talked about it here too, but I, I really think it's possible they tag him because it's it's you know a cheap way to keep a, a running back. You get you get an elite year out of him and and move on. Um or tag, tag and trade him, get something for him. Yeah, that too. Right. You could do something like that. But I I mean, yeah, they could do that, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, if they would want to play that game with their cap space, I'm not exactly sure of their cap space right now, but uh, you would the think tag, they keep the one tag, of these guys. But the tag for running backs is only like 6.87 million. It's pocket. It's, really. it's got to be like 8 million or something. Like it can't be six. It's got to be like 8 million. Because what you got? You got contracts from Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, um, Derrick Henry. Because it's going to be like what the top five, average of the top five running back contracts or something like that for the tag. It's got to be up there a little ways. But here's something I think this is true. If it's not, yell at me. But I think I was looking at the history of franchise tags and the franchise is the franchises that have used them. And I don't think Green Bay's ever used one. Uh that's a great that's a great question. I can look it up. But um in the meantime, running back franchise tag is eleven million. Uh transition tag is eight eight point nine. Yeah. Uh just for reference, tight I, I have tight end right here is ten million. Um and it's about the same, eight million for the transition. So, um, and here you go, QB, twenty-four million for the franchise tag, twenty-one for transition. Wide receiver, sixteen million for the franchise tag, fourteen million for transition. There you go. Okay, yeah. So yeah, eleven million to keep Aaron Jones for a year, maybe. But Jamal Williams, I think, is probably the more likely one because he's going to be cheaper. Um, for that team and they like him in that pass catching role third down role so i think if i had to you know get up my uh i don't know how you call it uh crystal ball and make a guess i would assume that it'd be like the aj dylan jamal williams show there so yeah um that and that would make more sense if they did that honestly i could see that happening and that that honestly if it was aj dylan and jamal jamal williams he'd be a lot more appealing from a dynasty perspective uh, just cause he, you know, he'd be the pass catching back there and they, you know, he's the vet. They'd clearly use him a, a good bit. Uh, just bouncing off what you said, uh, green Bay Packers haven't used the franchise franchise tag in more than, than a decade. The only team, um, to go this long without using it. Yeah. So it's not, they're not into it. So, yep. All right. Next one. Uh, Chris Carson, Chris Carson, free agent, Seattle, uh, another guy who at least I always under undervalue every year um he gets hurt a lot so i've always been kind of like off on him but uh i don't think he's going to end up going staying with seattle he's probably going to get shipped off where would where would some place that you guys like to see him go um where would i like to see chris carson go uh 49ers may be interesting because he'd actually they'd actually have a, a running back there um where where else? Let me see really quick. I need to uh, need all the teams in front of my face sometimes to like oh, yeah. Yeah. to see it. Uh Pittsburgh would be great. Uh mm-hmm. if they don't draft it back there, which um is something they're talking about doing, I guess. Where else could he be good? There's there's so many, there's not too many running back spots left, you know, um, that are appealing. Cause like he could end up in the Jets, but you wouldn't like that, would you? uh falcons maybe but are they really great running team i don't know so it's limited where he could go um but i I do like aaron jones i'm sorry chris carson 
uh, I mean, he, he does get injured often, at least it seems, but past three years, 14 games, 15 games, 12 games this past year, sure. which was rough. So he's, he's been okay. I mean, he plays through a lot of in- injuries. Um, he's 26 years old, just like Aaron Jones, but obviously not as, uh, as reliable because of that injury concern. I, I kind of like him. I mean, it seems a lot of people are selling kind of low on him or, or just trying to get rid of him. I wouldn't mind buying him. Um, especially if I'm a contender, I'm not trying to do it if I'm rebuilding or anything like that. Absolutely. What about you, Josh? What do you think about Chris Carson? Uh, I think the 49ers have been a great spot for him. Um, how about the dolphins? <laughs> hey, if he's cheap, why not? Um, but no, honestly, I would not mind. A, we're going to talk about him next, but I would not mind a reunion with Kenyon Drake. Ooh, spicy. Okay. Next on the list, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. What do you think about uh okay so you you think Kenyon Drake back with the Dolphins behind or or co uh co back with I, with, I a, think, with like I, a I think the Dolphins is a rookie go full on Alabama you get Najee you bring Kenyon Drake back <laughs> in you just you just pound that ball no oh, but man. I think honestly though I think Kenyon running behind Najee would be a great pairing okay I don't hate it that's for sure what do you guys think about the guy we did talk about him last week, maybe the week before, but what do you guys think about Chase Edmonds? You guys seem to be both pretty out on him, right? I, I am. I, I think Josh is a little more um, <laughs> a little more with Chase Edmonds still. I just – I think he's had enough opportunity to prove whether or not he can be, a, you know, even a, a change of – like a premier change of pace back, and I just don't think he's done that. Um, and I don't know – I don't know why exactly – but he had the opportunity last year. Kenyon Drake missed a lot of time. Yeah, he did. Um, he was given a lot of carries, a lot of touches. So I don't know. Just ha- I mean, he just hasn't done it for me, I guess. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, you think uh, Arizona probably brings in a running back from the draft or free agency? I think free agency. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, Chris Carson would look real nice there. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, that'd be so bad as a Seattle fan. You know, get to see your guy go over to. Your division rival. Hey, that reminds that reminds me of Demarco Murray, man. 2015 when he went to the Eagles. Oh boy, that yeah. sucked. Yeah, <laughs> worked out real well for them. Huh? No, it didn't. Which no, not at I'm all. I'm not mad about, but yeah, I remember. I remember him signing with the Eagles, man. I was so upset. I'm like, really? After all we had, we had the, you know, we had the triplets. We had Dez and Romo and <laughs> it all fell apart. So all fast. fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, but that was um, a good year, I, though. I don't know. I'm not very excited for Kenyon Drake from a dynasty perspective. He's 27 years old, I think. And it's just not coming together. He's had, he had a lot of touchdowns last year. I just don't know where he can go. That'll be a lot of success. Cause if he does go to the fins, then he's going to be sharing it with some rookie they drafted or something like that. So it's not going to be as appealing to me. So I don't know. I'm not super excited for him. Okay. Uh, next on the list, James Conner, James Conner. See, I think he has a, serious chance of signing back with Pittsburgh. I uh, think no, not with Pittsburgh. I think it'll definitely get a deal somewhere. And I just actually made a trade for him, but I just, I think it's time in Pittsburgh. So. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they could definitely sign him for a cheap deal back in Pittsburgh for sure. It's comfortable there for him. Uh, maybe he, he thinks he has the best chance of starting there, but I think there's a good chance he, he leaves trying to get, you know, more of a role somewhere else, knowing that they're trying to just like 
uh, get, get a young guy in there. I mean, they've been trying to do it the past few years in, in Pittsburgh and it just hasn't worked out. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I am interested in him from a, from a fantasy perspective. I think that in the right situation, as long as he's not the lead back, he could actually be pretty productive. Like, at, you know, as the, as a second back somewhere, I don't know, or as, um, well, you like know, a, like a one, one, as a one, two punch. Yeah. As a one, two punch somewhere. I think he could be useful. Um, so assuming he's gone, is there anybody in Pittsburgh to fill his spot that you're interested in? Like a Anthony McFarland or Penny Snell? No, I think they would definitely have to bring in some outside help. I Benny, agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Benny Snell is kind of interesting cause he has had or showed flashes of success, but, um, yeah, McFarland. I, I don't know. They, Aaron, like, jo- Aaron Jones would be a splash signing if they could clear up the cap space. Absolutely. There's been word of that too. And I, I mean, that'd be great for him. Um, he'd get all the work there and it, it would be his job. So yeah, that'd be interesting. All right. Uh, next one, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley toast. That's, that's the, yeah, that should be his new nickname. I think uh, he's toast. I think he's done. Um, I don't want any part of him, man. I sold him in console wars this year on my way to the championship run. And I am so happy I did it. <laughs> Like that, I don't even know what it, I don't even know what the deal was right now. I could look it up, but like whatever it was, it was probably, I, I probably got way too much back for him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I I thought he would look, I mean, he wasn't even that, he wasn't bad, right? At, at Atlanta, they're not maybe like you said earlier, that maybe they're not even a very good run team. So kind of hard to get excited over any running back there, but I don't, I don't think he's going to go anywhere and be like good, like, RB one good ever again. You know, I think his best outcome is, you know, if he could get a top 24 finish, you know, a couple of years, I don't, I don't see him ever cracking the top 12, you know, like I said, I had him for half the year last year. I watched him run the ball 20 times for 64 yards and a touchdown, like fell over a yard yeah. for a touchdown. It's, it's yeah. not great. And, yeah. and honestly, I mean, what it seemed like happened was they didn't really say it, but like it seemed like his knee probably over the year he just couldn't play at the end of the year he he fell apart like there is it was 20 carries for like 10 weeks and then the rest of it was like Ito Smith got got all the work and it's like where, where's Gurley you know and yeah. it was like saving him for the playoffs or something like <laughs> okay <laughs> they ain't going to the playoffs <laughs> fuck out of here is there anyone in that backfield that you guys are interested in knowing that Gurley's gonna be gone Atlanta Does yeah, does Edo Smith do anything for you or whoever the guy they draft? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody on that roster. I don't want any part of that. That that team is a passing team. <laughs> yeah. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. All right. Next one up on the list, Marlon Mack. I don't I don't know if you guys caught my little story in the uh, console wars chat. Where oh, I talked yes, about yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going into a uh, fun little story for the listeners, but we're going into the rookie draft 2019 i had the 105 and this is actually the day before the rookie draft started so i was kind of freaking out after it happened but i'm sitting on my couch and i really liked marlon mack he is coming off a pretty good season and i had the 105 i'm like i bet i could maybe get marlon mack for the 105 like it seemed like a pretty decent deal i was still new to dynasty so i was like i'm gonna get a guy like i know is pretty good i don't want to mess this pickup right and so i send what i thought was 105 for marlon mack it's accepted right away. Right. And I was like, sweet. I was excited. I was stoked. And then I'm in the chat. Everyone's like, can you believe this? Uriah just gave up 
a free uh, Nikhil Harry. He's like, I kept saying that over and over. He's a free Nikhil Harry, a free Nikhil Harry. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I hit up, uh, he's uh, at BFTGO and uh, George, I hit him up. I'm like, what's so crazy, man? He's like, no, I love the trade. I don't see no big deal. Like, it, it's fair to me. And I'm two hours and I'm like, one eye open because I've been drinking and I'm like, what is going on? And I look and I finally notice. I'm like, he's like, take a look again. And I sent him 105 for nothing. And I was like, oh, shit. Gotta love MFL for allowing that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, once I finally figured it out, I was like, hey, man, do you mind uh, sending that pick back to me? I messed up. You know, I'm new to Dynasty, so I don't know how people actually would react. Like, it's not like my home league where my home league would be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that pick's mine. <laughs> That's mine, right? You messed up. And uh, so he sent it back. That I was like, so you guys, you want to do the deal? And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to keep Mac. So now it's what it's two years later, almost, you know, a couple months short of that. Marlon Mack, torn Achilles, free agent, hasn't really done anything. And to kill Harry, we all know he's a bust. So it's like in the grand scheme of things, looking back on these things, like none of that mattered. You did, you end I mean? up, did you end up picking to kill Harry? Uh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, he went 105 in some of the other divisions. I ended up taking Noah Fant. So it worked out. Yeah, that you didn't out. trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it all worked out. All right, cool. I mean, yeah, uh, great news. You don't have Marlon Mack and he's a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hilarious story, dude. Yeah. So so now, would you trade the 105 for Marlon Mack? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. No way. Um, Does he interest anybody from a dynasty perspective at all? I mean, the Achilles is a tough thing to come back from. Yeah, um, I was looking at one of the fantasy, one of the fantasy doctors on Twitter, and I was looking like no running backs ever really come back from a, an Achilles ever. So I'm not going to take those odds. I wouldn't spend anything on him really. He's so young, 24, man. Wow, that's tough. I mean, I wouldn't mind throwing like a third round pick at him if somebody was willing to sell him for that. But I, I, I mean, nobody's probably willing to sell him for that. And I would probably advise anybody to just hold him at this point and hope for the best. Yeah. Which I don't know what the best is for him. It's going to be, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he makes it back from that injury. We'll see. What do you think, Josh? Uh, all we can do is wait and see. I mean, yeah. that kind of injury, you don't, you won't know until he's back on the field. That's true. All right. Uh, next one on the list, Philip Lindsay. I'd be I'd be surprised if he doesn't make it back uh, if he's not signed back to Denver. Uh, I, you know, I they signed uh, what's his name for a three year deal. Um, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon to a three year deal. So obviously they want him as a lead back there. But most NFL teams have, you know, multiple backs, multiple you know usable backs, and Philip Lindsay is a really really good one uh, B. Um, I'm not sure a team is going to want to pay him. He's had a couple you know injury scares, but. Um, I guess if he's not looking to get super paid, he'll probably end up back in Denver. Otherwise, I, this is a guy you'd love to see land in the um, San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's a really good landing spot, right? Like, but, isn't he everything? All of the players that they've tried to use um, is what you've hoped they would be. Like, is Philip Lindsay style back? Like, pass catching back who can run the ball a bit. You don't have to rely on him to run the ball. You can use somebody else with him, but he would probably, he would, I mean, he would annihilate from a fantasy perspective, wouldn't he? 
Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. He's kind of like, you know, two of those guys in one. You know that they're, you know that they're he's Jeff out. Wilson and Raheem Mostert. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I think that would be killer to see him there. And and again, like this might not be a guy who's looking to get a huge contract because he just hasn't had the. It's weird. He's had great success in my opinion, but just not the success I guess the NFL is is looking for. I don't know. No, nobody seems interested in Philip Lindsay. Well, he was an undrafted free agent. I mean, he did break what the thousand yards his rookie season, but then I feel he it's been injury plagued since then, unfortunately. Yeah. So, quick question: uh, Didn't Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman get drafted the same year? I believe they did. I don't have Royce on this list. Well, Philip Lindsay technically didn't get drafted. Well, yeah, technically. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, but so Philip Lindsay. He he's had two thousand yard seasons, his really? his rookie his rookie year and his two thousand nineteen year. Last year it was just a bunch of injuries. I, I mean, I, I'm honestly like I'm pretty interested in Philip Lindsay. Honestly, I I don't know if there's um a lot of hype around him right now. Uh, he's kind of in flux in that purgatory area. This might be the time to go get him. You don't want to pay up for him, but if you could do a late second or something like that, I'm I'm with it. I like that. I think I might actually send out some offers now that you mention it. I didn't know he had 2,000 yard rushing seasons. It's yeah. Quietly been really good. Yeah. Yep. 192 right. rushes, 1,037 yards, nine touchdowns his rookie year. 224 rushes, 1,011 yards, seven touchdowns his uh, sophomore year, and then 118 and 500. He was going to have another 1,000 yard season yeah. in wow. eight games. And then they signed Gordon. Yeah. yeah like, I, honestly, I, there's so little to, to dislike about him. And he, and, from a pass catching perspective, I mean, he thir- 35 catches his first two years, and that's a 47 and 48 targets, 74% catch, catch rate. I, I don't know how this guy went undrafted. It doesn't even make sense. That is super efficient. Man, that, that rookie year is crazy, the amount of yards he put up on that so few carries. Yeah, I don't get crazy. it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm confused. I want him to end up on, a, in the, on the 49ers, and I wanted him to do it after I trade for him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, uh, Lev Bell. Can we just move on? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I just... mean, it, it's it's almost worse than Todd Gurley. I don't even know. Yeah. And it's and I'm at the point like I have Lev Bell in a league, and I'm at the point where I'm about to just be like, I'll take a third or a fourth for him. Highest bidder, and just like that that sucks to be there. But like we talked about this, like when do you cut bait? And at some point, you got to see the forest through the trees. Like it's you're six months away from him maybe like getting just released and like, you don't get shit for him, you know, at all. You just don't get anything. Nobody's going to trade you for him. So why not just go ahead and get a third and take a flyer on a guy um, at this point? And I get that. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know if you could get more than a fourth for him right now. Yeah. You know, you're, you might not, I mean, you might be right. Uh, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. That's sad to see. It's such a dynamic player, but it is what it is. Yeah. That's a, that's just the that's the way it is with the running back landscape, man. It's it's crazy. You know, when I first got into dynasty and they talk about these running backs dying so quickly and you want to get out of them early, I really thought it was kind of you know bullshit, right? I'm like, really? No, like they they have longer careers than that. But boy, if you look at how fast this has gone by, where Zeke is now, Todd Gurley is now, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, these are all guys that like just the other day were tearing it up. Or in my opinion, it seemed like it. Time flies, man. Like. There is something to it, just getting out before 
you yeah. lose all value. Yeah, there's a um, there's a chart that I, I know Tom Clissonberry has shared around um, that I think they make from like uh, an R or something like that. But it's uh, it basically shows you like the life cycle of a running back where it's you know they they basically get a ton of carries, a ton of volume, and that's like as they start going up and peaking, and that kind of volume that you know that um, excess of volume kind of leads to them tapering off and and it's just it shows over time over um their their efficiency over time tends to just really taper off as they age and get all that production um so it's you know they're at some point at an age and a production level when they're they're you know maybe just coming off that peak is when you want to sell them and you need to kind of gauge that and get that cycle kind of uh memorized almost you know what i mean or locked in your head with these running backs where i think aaron jones is probably two years away from that where I'm saying, yeah, like buy him, but know that in two years you need to sell him off that, you know, second year of really great production possibly. Yeah. Alvin Cook is probably another one of those guys. Yeah. And it just it seems crazy, but it, it does, sucks. It does, you don't want to do fast. it. Yeah. No, they, you, they have a shelf over. life. I mean, it is what it is. No, and you got to not fall in love with these players. It's They're like, it, it, honestly, with Dynasty especially, I mean, I, I love players. I have A.J. Brown. I have D.K. Metcalf. So like, of course, but at some point you got to treat them like stocks and be like, and not fall in love with them and just be, you know, it's a penny stock almost like every day, the value is going up and down. And is it time? And, and, you know, some of them are going to just fade completely at some point. Is it time to just get out? And it's like, you know, with some of these guys, you need to gauge when that is, it's just how it goes. And the running backs, especially, and they have a pretty clear timeline and, and life cycle that you can gauge. Yeah. I think that's actually probably one of the, like we've talked about before, like the very first time I ever talked with you guys in a pod was like, I love getting guys that like, I like, you know, people I've watched and like, I do, I get attached. And I think maybe that's like a weakness for me in dynasty. I love how Josh is always like, I'm down on that player. I'm down. I'm, I'm lower on him than you are. Like, I feel like Josh doesn't give a fuck. Like he's no, nope, I'll get rid of him. I'll get rid of him. I'll trade him away. I don't care. Me. I'm like, well, I, 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 I say that, but then when the time to actually trade, <laughs> I'm a lot more reserved. That's me, man. I don't have any, I have, I have like, everything is a value for me. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, all right, can I get more than, all right, then let me do this. Yeah. I need to be better at that. So no, because like I'll have a running back or a wide receiver who's had a down year, but they're supposed to be a new quarterback going in and he could possibly become the new number one. So it's like, do I cut him now or trade him for a fourth when his value could grow next year? Like, no, you hold on to him and you got to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty bad with that. All right, uh, next one, Carlos Hyde. He's in my or was in Miami, right? Is that yeah, Marvin? yeah. He's over thirty, man. I'm running backs over thirty. Yeah, he, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You got anything bad, Josh? He, he was in Seattle. Carlos Hyde was in Seattle. Yeah, not Miami. Yeah, oh, I thought he got traded to Miami or something. He might have gotten traded from no, Seattle to somewhere. No, he definitely but... did not get traded to Miami. All right. No, it wasn't. Uh, uh, I'm silly. I'm completely out on him. I mean, all right. Uh, next one. These next two are actually restricted free agents. So Jeff Wilson. Uh, I think they like him there in San Francisco, and since he's restricted, I'm pretty sure he'll end up staying there. I don't I see agree. him really go anywhere. Yeah, and this is a guy I've, I've never been interested from fantasy wise, dynasty wise, whatever. Raheem Mostert. I wrote an article last year about uh, you know his dynasty profile, saying it's a guy you kind of want to stay away from. 
they're, they're just all, uh, you know, what you would call back in the day, Jags, just a guy like that. They kind of are, they're great. You know, they're great role players for a team. I'm not trying to discount that, but from a fantasy perspective, they're not ever going to be what you are looking for from the running back position. Yeah. And even though like Jeff Wilson probably won some people's leagues last year, but yeah, he's just, uh, I mean, so probably most of the year before. Yeah, here but and there. I mean, Mostert, I think, definitely did that. I know Wilson had that crazy game this year, but Mostert, I know, had had a pretty crazy end of the season the year prior. So, I mean, yeah, they, they show flashes, but, like, from a dynasty perspective specifically, it's like they don't uh, – they're not reliable. They're not on the field enough. They're It's a huge committee over there, um, and they're not going to get big contracts anywhere else. So, yeah, I agree. All right, the last one, Gus Edwards. Gus the bus. He is restricted, and I think they like him a lot there, too. He's kind of the same situation as Jeff Wilson. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he will be a Raven again next year. Is this some guy that you're kind of – I'm kind of interested in him. I am. I'm a little no. interested in him, I, especially from, like, if startup drafts and stuff like that. He's a good guy to, like, if you're doing the zero running back or if you're fading running backs, like, he's one you can get pretty late. And Mark Ingram is going to be gone. So it'll be him and JK Dobbins. If they are there, if, if he does go somewhere, he's likely going to get a decent deal. Um, and, and to start, you know, a shot at the starting job. So I'm interested because I think he's, he's, he's like 25 years old and he's been really good. Yeah. But I think he's sticking around Baltimore. I don't think they're going to let him go. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I think I honestly like him more if he stays in Baltimore. So what would you be willing to give up for him though? Late second, something like that. Late yeah. second, late third, depending on how many of those I have. But yeah, I mean, I think he's the guy that's going to get more use. I think his use, if he stays in Baltimore, will go up. I think he'll have a little more use than he has been with Mark Ingram gone, split into J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like a huge uptick, but I think he'll see the field a little bit more. And he's serviceable. He's one of those guys, bye week guys, or you have a, you know, you start 11, depending on like, your roster construction, all that stuff. Like he could be a guy you start every week, you know, it gives you like that 10 point floor or something like that. So. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. And if you can get it for, you know, the, an early third and a player, if you're trying to move guys, you know, whatever, that's the, that's the move you want to make. I'd try, I'd like to avoid giving up a second, but you're right. That's probably yeah. about value. Cool. And that is your, uh, 2021 free agent running backs. Yeah, that was that was a good list. I'm there's definitely some opportunity in there for sure to to buy some guys this offseason. All right, next one. You want to take this one? Yeah, yeah. So I just have a like I, I feel like something uh we don't talk about all the time uh is just <laughs> proper commissioning. Uh you know, how to properly commission a league, be a, be a good commissioner. Um and it was just interesting how this happened this over the weekend. Um, if anybody has been around the community, especially on Twitter for a while, they know uh, John Bosch. Um, I think he does, he runs the FC Eliminators League or whatever every year, which is like a charity league, um, kind of runs alongside the Scott Fish Bowls and all those different things. Um, and he's just a re- really good guy. He runs a ton of dynasty leagues, super involved in the community. Um, and he actually took over. I don't know if you know, um, did you remember James the Brain on Twitter at all, who ended up passing away recently? Yeah, RIP, yes. Yeah, so that so he actually started this league that it was the salary cap league or whatever. And, you know, when that all happened and he passed away, John Bosch graciously took over because he was already in the league. Um, so 
this weekend we were voting on uh, on league changes, right? We were voting whether or not to like uh, increase the number of contract years in the salary league or whatever, and all this good stuff. And and we were going through the votes and da da da. And, and we were realizing that you know because it's a contract league that you know, the changes, if we wanted them to take place earlier, could affect people differently. Like some people could be really benefit from benefit from the changes or some people, you know, would really be at a disadvantage from the changes or, you know, to a certain extent, it wasn't like crazy, crazy um, advantages or disadvantages. But main thing here is John Bosch is a commissioner and he would have been the one who benefits the most from, you know, changing the rules earlier, say after 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually to make it fair at all, or like to really make it completely fair, it would have been like 2024 or something like that. We would have to like, you know, make the rule change and like, whatever he could have not told us that we would have not really even known, but instead he comes in the league chat and he's like, Hey, this is where it's at. I'd be the one to, you know, to, um, benefit from this the most. I just want to let you guys know whatever we want to do. And we're going to put it to a vote. You know what I mean? So I just thought like it was just such a clear example of like how to properly be a commissioner and how to really handle something the right way, because any of us can take advantage as commissioners in a lot of different ways, for sure. Um, especially on MFL with all the different like, customizations and everything you can do. I mean, you could, you know, I could like be adding and dropping players as a commissioner and you wouldn't really know it. And, yeah. you know, at times you couldn't. So there's just different things you can do. And I just thought this was a really like, not, not everybody is that, uh, you know, I don't know. Is that good to their, <laughs> to their league mates? So it was just a cool story. That's just, you know, if you're commit, if you're a commissioner, just be, be a good person, dude, like do it the right way. Uh, don't take advantage of people because like, I mean, we all voted to change it earlier. That's the funny yeah. part. We yeah. don't care. We didn't care. It was, you know what I mean? Like it, we don't care that there was an advantage. There it was more just like him being a good person. So it was just, just an interesting story. A uh, little tidbit that uh, made me feel good about being in that league. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. It's super important to be in a league that has a good commissioner that listens, allows things to go to vote. And how how did uh, how, how did everybody feel about it afterwards? Did they want to vote on it again? <laughs> no, no, he did no? it before we voted. No, he said oh. it before we voted oh, okay. and everything. He he oh. he cleared it up completely at the beginning, and and he was like, and everybody was like, we want it, we want this change in effect now. Let's go. We're that's like, cool. we don't, we don't care. So it was no. That's what made it so cool about it was. He didn't wait for the result. He was upfront about it. And, and that's what, that's really what stuck out to me is because I don't think everybody would do that. Whether the vote went one way or another, it wouldn't even matter. I just, most, most people would probably just avoid that and take the W if they got it. You know what I mean? And he was just gracious enough or just good enough to just be like, yeah, like this is the way it is. If it, you know, you guys decide. So yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> All right. Uh, yeah. Be more like John Bosch. Seriously. Good dude. So uh, let's get into some trades here. First, I just kind of want to ask you because I was in talks with one of the guys in one of my safe leagues trying to kind of acquire Zeke. Or he asked me if I wanted Zeke, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, what are you guys, what would you guys be willing to give up for Zeke? That's tough. Just man. as just a straight pick, straight pick for player. Uh, I'm curious to see what Billy says. I'll tell you what I think. Uh, off. Off the cuff, it's probably sorry. Um, it's I mean, fair right now is probably like like a late like a one point oh nine or something like that. Okay, I was gonna say like one ten, one eleven, like a late first. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I would, maybe I'm higher on Zeke than I should be, but uh, I almost pulled the trigger on like a 103 for Zeke plus a third or something like that. All right. I, I think that's way that's, too high. Yeah, now, I, I'm, I mean, way too high. No, I don't think it's like crazy. I mean, I, I <laughs> yes, I do. I think it's crazy, <laughs> but I think, I think like more reasonable, like I'd understand somebody trading like the 106 or the one, okay. or even the 105, because that's kind of like Najee territory. And I'm okay. I'm absolutely okay with Zeke over Najee. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I'm not uh, Zeke over Jamar, uh, any of the quarterbacks. So that right there, I mean, 103, I'd want, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not any of the quarterbacks, <laughs> but you know what I mean? The Tre- Trevor Lawrence or, uh, J- or Justin Fields and Jamar Chase. So immediately I'm at least at 104. And I think I'm probably missing somebody that I might like over him. Um, sure. So I don't think you're too far off, dude. Just 103. I think there's a lot of value there right now. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad I kind of hit you guys up because I was I was just, I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get a couple more years. Plus, my team is like Zeke would really elevate my team and like he would just be another guy that I know I feel like I could trust for like two years at that position. But I do I do need a quarterback. And so I, I mean, can you I get, get Zach more? Can you get Zeke plus for the 103? Probably, but I don't know how much plus. And I suck at trading, and I'm trying to do better. But yeah, send me the teams. Let me. See. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. All Seriously, right, just let me see. just kind of wanted to see what you guys uh thought about his value. I, I think you guys are probably right. One hundred nine ish. It's probably probably fair value. Might be a little later, but then then it actually is. But yeah, that's kind of what I think. Um. Okay. Cool. Josh, what do you got? Or do you have something else? Your eye. Oh yeah, this one is from the same league. So uh, that went down yesterday. The 101 plus 201 plus Carson Wentz for Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, and 104. So that yeah, the guy at sitting at 101 got a 201 and Wentz to drop down three spots. Three spots and picked okay, up Gibson and J Rob. J Rob. No. Not for me. This ain't for me. I want the 101, the 201, and Wentz. Uh, I mean, God, like Gibson is still, it's, we're still, there's still a lot left to be seen with Gibson. I mean, and J Rob, the verdict's still out on both of them. Yeah, for sure. J Rob, obviously, we like a little bit more on this pod, but both of them are guys who we aren't positive about their long term, uh, you know, success. 104 is nice, but why? Why don't you want Trevor Lawrence? Like, I want Trevor Lawrence in this situation every single time. The value is way higher. I think you can get way way more for the 101. Uh, I, yeah, I don't understand this deal. Yeah, no, I'm a, I agree with you. Um, I know the guy who gave up Wentz, his team name is Quarterback Factory. During the startup, he took – he must have came away with, like, five quarterbacks – and uh, I don't know if he's actually successfully traded any of them throughout the regular season. So for him to get rid of Wentz was probably pretty nice. And honestly, at 104, he could probably still get like Zach Wilson. So, um, but yeah, you're, you're right with the running backs. Those two are like, they might be good. They're probably good, but I don't know. It, it, this is a super flex league, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, Wentz for Gibson and J-Rob. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess you take J-Rob's side of that, but 104, 101. I don't know, man. I still want the 101 side of this. What about you, Josh? Oh, uh, that's tough. Um, 
Oh, it's tough. Uh, only because of the element of the unknown with Gibson and J. Rob, I'm going with the one on one. If they were a little more proven and we had a little more track record on them, I could easily be persuaded on the other side of it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with both of you guys. All right, who has the next one? All right, so I've made I made three trades this week. Good job, man. I be more like Josh. <laughs> hey, it's yeah. a time of year. All right, so the first one was I traded 2.09, 2023 first, and 2023 second for 1.11 overall this year. I also have 1.03 and 1.09. So I have three first, three top 12 first round picks this year. Uh, I, mean, I love it because you basically you went up what, four spots and you gave away some 2023 20, picks that don't really matter to me. So, right. Yeah. I don't know. And you're going to have fun drafting because you're going to have 111, 109, 103. That's going to be a fun draft. So that's yep. where I'm at with that. Um, the next one, I traded away CJ Uzma, 2022 second, 2022 third, 2022 fourth, and a 2023 third and fourth and $10 fab for Connor. That's, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got to get that in my head again. CJ yeah, no. Uzma. So it's CJ Uzma, 2022, second, third, and fourth, 2023, third, and fourth, and 10 fab. <sighs> it's a gamble. Uh, I'd, I'd probably take the picks. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know what I feel about James Conner. That's just a lot of, that's a lot of dart throws. I mean, they don't mean too much, and it's not this year. So it's like, you could always trade those. You could always get those picks back pretty easily. Um, and CJ Uzama is like, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's not worth anything. So, I mean, it's not bad for Connor, but I don't know. I think I'd probably just take the flyers personally. And that's not saying much. I don't think this is a bad trade. I think it's yeah. probably fair. And then yeah. the final one I just made while we were recording, it was <laughs> look at him making trades while we're on the pod. 2021 <laughs> fourth, 2022 <laughs> fourth, and two 2022 fifths for Njoku. <laughs> we talked about Njoku and he went out there and sent some fucking trades out. No, I already, I already had the trades. No, legit, I already had the trades in the work while we were talking about him. So yeah, yeah. Njoku easily. I mean, you traded some fourth and fifth round picks for yeah. Njoku. I Adam, it's obviously all right. Now, do you guys want to help me draft really quick? Hold on. I actually got a, I got a trade. I actually did make two trades today, both in the same league. One we talked about earlier, the Irv Smith one. Uh, and I also made another one with the same owner, as a matter of fact. I've been trying to move Mike Williams for, like, ever, and I haven't been able to. So I sent over to this guy Mike Williams in a 2022 second for Odell Beckham Jr., and he wanted a little bit more. And I was like, all right. And I, I literally said to him, I was like, I can add like Marvin Jones or Nikhil Harry to it. And that made me feel bad, like saying I'd add Nikhil Harry to that. that and, and, he, and he didn't bite on it. He didn't bite on that. He said instead he wanted Jamison Crowder. And I was like, smash. So I did okay. Odo. So I sold away Mike Williams, uh, Jamison Crowder in a 2022 second for Odell Beckham. Uh, I, I do think that I might've given up slightly more like value, but like in terms of upside, I think I got 
you know, I got the I right mean, end. I of really it. like Mike Williams, but he's like, tw- isn't he like 27 years old? And he's just been so goddamn underwhelming every year. Even even last year, it was it was hard. I don't know, man. I don't like it, but you don't like what? <laughs> I don't like that trade for Odell Beckham. Maybe maybe because he's still a giant in my head. Like so, I'd never liked the guy. Anybody could catch a football one-handed guy. I could catch a fucking <laughs> football one-handed. <laughs> but no, I, I like Mike Williams a lot, and I really like who okay. he's attached to. I like, you know, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert. I like that offense. Um, and I like Jamison Crowder too, for some reason. So like, I don't, maybe it's just like two of the players that I like. like they, no, they are. No, and no, I, no good reason. But. And I definitely, there's more value on that end too. I think that I think Mike Williams in a 22 and second is probably just, just a bit more value than Odell Beckham right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to get this done. I think it was more for the upside play. Um, and yeah, I, I knew that kind of going in. I actually made both of those, both the trades I did today. I did a Twitter poll. This one right here has 163 votes currently and Odell Beckham Jr. is winning 60 to 40. Oh, which okay. I was surprised about. I really didn't think Odell Beckham would be winning this, but I guess, um, like others, I, I mean, I feel like he's going to go into a new situation. He's probably going to get a chance to be one of the the top, you know, one A, one B on on a team. Um, I, I think we talked about it a little bit last week when we did the the uh, free agents. I, I thought maybe um, Vegas would would be something that that would be interesting if he ended up there. He'd be the number one instantly, um, and you know, you get a year or two out of him, and and maybe it hits. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a uh, shot in the dark kind of with him now. Yeah. It'll be interesting though. It really depends on where OBJ ends up. Because what he's got one more year in Cleveland, basically. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's not. It's pretty common for me to be on the losing side of these Twitter polls. So. <laughs> no, I like. Yeah. I like it. I like when. Yeah. Yeah. I like when we have a disagreement. It's interesting yeah. to hear hear the difference of values, and and I think Odell Beckham this this offseason is one of the most like. Um, interesting values out there because he was he was so electric he was so valuable he was at one time before Superflex with the thing like you know number one overall in dynasty leagues like and he's 28 years old now um so he's not he's not super old he's not young either I mean this is this is definitely when they start tapering off so maybe I get one or two good seasons out of him if he hits you know I don't think Mike Williams will ever be a wide receiver one and I think OBJ has the chance that's completely fair. Right on. All right. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. You guys help me out with this draft really quick. Okay. Right. <laughs> Super flex positioned 1.6. Um, Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Watson, Justin Herbert are all off the board. <laughs> it went straight quarterbacks. Yes. I'm not so surprised. My choice. My options are Chris McCaffrey, Saquon, Dalvin. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Dak, Aaron Rodgers, or rookie pick for Trevor Lawrence? I think you probably smashed Lamar Jackson there, but uh, I don't know. I I think I have to agree. Um, If I was drafting, I'd take Dak. You guys know that. But (laughs) (laughs) since it's not my team and I want to give good advice – I would just take Lamar Jackson and be pretty happy with it. You really think he'll have he'll bounce back? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't bad last year. I mean, it wasn't he had such a great season the year before. It was like he was never gonna do that. Same with 
Patty Mahomes, like those seasons that they put up, their best seasons will probably be their best seasons. They were, it was otherworldly, but Lamar Jackson still with that rushing upside, like he's, he's a cheat code. Um, so, but yeah. no, honestly though, you think Lamar over Christian McCaffrey? <sighs> Lamar's going to be in the league uh, most likely, um, you know, five years from now. I know we're not supposed to look that long, but Christian McCaffrey is still a running back. What he's on his fourth year now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If I was doing it at Superflex, I'm going to take Lamar. Yeah. And the way, I mean, the way that it's going, I think that like, if you keep the QB run rolling, you're going to push other great players down to your next pick and you'll have, you're not going to have a shot at Christian McCaffrey, but like, no. You're gonna have a shot at one of these other really good backs or, or an insanely good receiver or something like that. Um, I play these things by value though, honestly. Like that's how I think about it is what's the most valuable pick I can get right here. And I mean, I feel like it's Lamar. I feel like Lamar probably should have gone maybe before Kyler. Yeah, it's possible. Right, fuck it. I mean, you take Lamar here, you pick right. in what 12, 12 picks, and you could end up with like Probably end up with like Chubb as your your number one running back, you know. Well, I just picked Lamar, so it's over and done with. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think it's a great pick. I really do. Yeah, I think you did fine. One hundred six Lamar. I think that's good value. I, I'm just amazed that I mean, I know it's super flex. I was just amazed at the quarterback run. Like, that's some some league. You know, every league's different, man. Some leagues are like that. That's it's what you come to expect out of super flex leagues nowadays. Thank you, everyone, for giving this week's episode a listen. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Underdog, at JustYourIFF, at AnyGivenPod, at WillieBeamingDFF, and at Josh Goldberg AGP. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>